All right, all right, all right. We are here. We are back yet again right here in Cliff Tone's Corner. I'm your host, your main man here. I am Cliff Tone, and this is just an alert right on out of the gate that this is the official start of Big Brother season. Yes, you heard that right. My favorite addiction is back yet again. It is Big Brother 2020. Big Brother Canada 8 will be kicking off Big Brother 2020. We still have uh, Big Brother Australia and, of course, Big Brother US to look forward to this year. But for now, we are diving into Big Brother Canada. This is our eighth season here in Canada, and this season is advertised as being supersized. Now, what exactly does that mean? I have no idea, besides the fact that the season is a few days longer, being 82 days. Uh, they're they're kind of creeping in on U.S. territory here. We know we, we go for 90, 99 days. Um, but I would like to get right on into it. This would be our, uh, our Big Brother cast interviews, and we are getting to know our 16 house guests. John, Angie, Brooke. Carol, Chris, Hira, Jamar, Kyle, Madeline, Minlai, Michael, Nico, Ryan, Suzanne, Sheldon, and Vanessa are our sweet 16 for this spring season of Big Brother. Now, it is, it is still winter, I know, but we're moving into the spring. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm looking forward to this warmer weather, um, but just off the bat from the cast list, of course, I do what I do all the time, and I pick my preseason picks. Um, I normally just pick four people. I'm going to go a bit different this season since this, since this is something I do alone. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick six people. Hira, Angie, Brooke, Sheldon, Nico, and Jamar. And this is solely based off of looks. What these people look like in their cast photo. Uh, uh, and I have their ages, their jobs, and their astrology signs um and i said the virgo team is brooke kyle and suzanne those are the three virgos in the house so i'll be seeing how those three do but brooke is in my preseason six so of course i'll be tracking her along the way anyways uh first up on our et canada interviews with Ika is going to be nico and nico says he's ready to go in and kill it normally he's an aggressive person he's very loud and strong-willed but he wants to be completely different going into the house he claims to have a big personality and you can kind of tell by his voice he's a 90 day fiance fan which i absolutely love because 90 day fiance is my addiction i blame my ex for that um no hope for a showman. He does have a girlfriend. Her name is Viviana. Um, he wants Canada to root for him. And he said that drinks bring out a different side of him. So I'm, I'm really ready to see how much of an asshole he turns into when he drinks pretty much. Uh, his best trait is talking. And he seems very likely to have a, a, a bromance slash all-male alliance i can definitely see that coming our way he says that he is manipulative and he does not want to win the first hoh competition uh he wants to win big brother canada forget the respect uh, his favorite player is paul from big brother united states and his least favorite is anthony douglas from last season because of his game and why do every why does everybody come for Anthony's game? I don't understand. Anthony did nothing wrong to you people, okay? He did nothing wrong. 
Next up is Vanessa Clements, and she is very, very quirky. Um, she's a, a YouTube watcher. She's a fan of Ika. She mentions uh, Ika and Dimitri's uh, YouTube channel. She's a huge Big Brother Canada fan. She would say she, on a scale of 1 to 10, she's a 9. I really like her personality. Um, she doesn't like boring or off-putting people. And she likes Adam Pike from last season. Um, she'll use her endurance to her advantage. She's single but not looking for a showman. And going in, she wants to solidify alliances with strong people just like her. And then inside of that alliance, she wants to form little side deals and eventually find her number one. Um, she doesn't like being underestimated and will do anything to win the game. She won't swear on her parents, though. And... <laughs> And that just immediately gives me a flashback to Caitlyn from uh, Big Brother. And she kept swearing on her sister like crazy. Um, Vanessa would rather win the game and not be respected. And she will definitely scheme and lie. But overall, she wants to have a good time. Next up is Carol Rosher. She's a huge fan, but not a super fan. She has seen every season. Uh, she wants to be underestimated, and her biggest challenge fitting in will be her personality. She will probably annoy people for being too loud or too full of energy. She's married, so no chance with romance there. Uh, she thinks people will judge her first from seeing her tattoos. And like I've said before, back on talking about the circle, I don't really understand why people think this. What is? Why well, it's it's Canada? Are you not allowed to get cat? Tattoos in Canada are they are they frowned upon, but um she is willing to do whatever it takes to win and doesn't want to personally attack anyone because who likes that? Um she's emotional but keeps her emotions together and she's a strategist first then a comp beast. She'll be a snake over a rat and I notice that um that Ika's asking the question that she also asked the players from uh. From U.S. Big Brother, I believe it was last season, when she did their ET interview, she asked them, would, would they be a snake or a rat? And they were to answer from there. Um, next up, we have John Luke Kuiper. Keeper? He's a keeper. Let's keep him. I don't know if he's a keeper, but he, from off the bat, looks like he will annoy the hell out of me. And for that fact, the other house guests. Um, he's a rather new fan, and he has only seen part of season five. All of season six and seven, he liked Adam the most. Uh, of course, he's a military guy. And he thinks Dane is the best of all time. I mean, he does not want to float like Damien floated through the season. He's single, bromance before showmance. Uh -huh. So he's going to be like this pretty boyish, all male alliance type player. And then he goes on to mention that he likes the pretty boys. Um, he wants to run things and manipulate, and he will drop his alliances to stay in the game. So I would love to see how that goes down. Win or lose, overall, he just really, 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 really does not want to be a floater. Like, he he, he talks about this quite a lot. It's, it's, it's like, uh, let's keep it pushing. Uh, Jamar Lee is next up, and he flirts with Ika right off the bat, and Jamar is fine for fine fine um his voice is a lovely and he really puts me in the mind of like if i were to close my eyes and like just be watching and like no big brother was on uh he would put me in the mind of anthony anthony douglas that people want to talk so much shit about i don't get it 
but <laughs> his strategy will be to win as much as possible. He does want the first HOH. He wants people to come to him. Um, Jamar seems very, very cocky, and that may come around to bite him in the ass. That may rub people very, very wrong. Um, he won't tolerate racism, sexism, everything else. Uh, he claims to have a no filter at all. Uh, he's down for, but not looking for a showmance. Um, and I have to wonder, will he be the male Ica in this game? We can only see. Um, but I, I really have no other notes from Jamar because basically what he did during his entire interview was flirt with Ica. So, <laughs> on to Angela Angie Tacky. Angela, she's one of our black queens. She, I think she is our only, she, she's our only black queen of the season. We must protect her at all costs. Um, she's a super fan and she loves Gary. Her least favorite is Cass, Cassandra. Um, she has a very fun, smiling personality and not much can really bring her down. She's looking for several showmances and wants the full Big Brother experience. Yes, that means slop. Bring it on. Angie is here for it. Uh, Angie's biggest challenge will be being without her family. She she doesn't go without her family much, and this would be the most time she has spent away from them. She claims to already be the winner, and I love that. You're here for a purpose, everyone. Everyone likes to go in and say, oh, I'm not playing a game. Or people like to, to put down other people for playing the game, and I don't get that. It's a game show um and unless i lost that memo somewhere along the way but um before her interview ends angie decides to ask Ika her biggest regret from her time playing which i like you can get a little insight into a past player's mind and try to bring that in and try to look out for that or something of the sort um i really hope that angie at least makes it pre-jury i mean she's on my little draft so i like her to make it as far as possible um I'm really rooting for her. I want to see what she can pull out in this game. But next up, we have Madeline D'Annunzio. Uh, she's very pure looking. She's She looks like very, very super sweet. Like she wouldn't even curse. Um, she wants to align with five to six people. And in that, in that five to six people, she wants to find her number one that she really is like set on working with to the end. She's really set on working with just one person, like, hardcore. She wants to find her ride or die. She wants to find, like, like her right-hand man, right-hand woman. So, I hope she finds that. I want to um, see how she, she manages to go about finding who to work with and where she falls in the alliances that come together in the house. Um, she says that she thinks she'll be underestimated and that's how she make it to final two and she will backstab to make it there. She would be a bitterger in most cases, like if an alliance member, I think it's either if an alliance member screwed her over, she would be bitter, bitter towards them. Or if anyone but an alliance member screwed her over, she would be bitter towards them. I don't know which was the case, but, um, in Ika's little rapid fire, of questions she said that she'll be a hungry player she's sweet versus spicy she'll be a comp beast over a strategist and she's a snake because they eat the rat i like that she would rather lose and be a legend and she says she has an inner ica 
she loves Erica's game because Erica was a huge comp beast. So I'm really curious to see if Madeline is going to be a comp beast from a lot she was saying. Um, and her least favorite player, well, players that we found out are the brothers Nick and Phil from Big Brother Canada 4. Next up, we have Christopher Wiley. He automatically like looks like this evil Disney villain off rip. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm automatically just going to root against you now. Um, he has watched, but he's not a huge TV person. Um, he seems like a good talker, like he could be a used car salesman and talk you out of your money. Um, he says he will work the entire house. So I'm wondering if he'll make alliances and throw them to the side. You, you know how some people choose to play this game. Very, very messy. Um, Will he become a leader in the house? He seems like a very dominant force. So will he try to take charge and be the head of an alliance? Or like, like will he be the head of that power alliance that, you know how some seasons it goes. It's just that one side of the house that continuously controls the game and continuously has that power. So I'm really, I'm really wondering. He says he's the master of pickup lines, and Ika asks him if he's self-aware. Hell no, in my opinion. Um, he's single, which is not a shocker at all, and he's open to a showmance. And something I noted during this, too many people are worried about Canada being an, an, like a nice place, and they're too worried about playing for Canada, and they're too worried about, well, I don't want to really be mean, I don't want Canada to see me as a meanie, come on, go in here hardcore, you people, let's let's do this for real, please, um, Aika is definitely the preseason interview queen that I've noticed from this, because she was, she was, like, she knows when to throw that shade in there, she knows how to, she knows what she's doing, especially by this point, I love her for these, and I hope that uh, Canada and here in the U.S. that they continue to use her year after year after year. Um, to end it all off for Christopher, he would like to win, and uh, um, it was win and not be respected, but he wants to win and be respected. Um, he just, just rewrote the whole question for himself. But we have come to this point in the podcast where we must take a break no worries it's just a short one so stay right there and check out this message from our sponsor and we are back and to pick up where we left off we are starting up with ryan swanson she's a super fan and she even watches big brother from other countries um at first she's going to play the dumb blonde but she wants to to like finally end up in a woman's alliance um please let this work god please let this work these never work they always fail and crash and burn because they can't trust one another and i just really want this to work out but um she is a people person and that may come to bite her in the butt uh, her and Madeline may work together because Madeline, like I said before, she's looking for that number one. So if um, if Ryan and Madeline end up in the same alliance, going um, going in like the first the first night or two, of, they're definitely forming these beginning alliances, and that's how things get started. So I'm hoping that these two ladies drift towards one another. Um, hopefully not against my draft players, please. 
but I'm hoping that they do work together. I want to see that work out for them. And then from there, I hope they're either they fall into a women's alliance or they form that women's alliance starting with them too. But I do want to see how this goes. Um, she's single and willed showmance. She's spicy over sweet, a comp beast over a strategist, and she is a seasoned chicken over a droppy toast. I think Ika said. Um, snake over a rat, and she is a fan of Dane. Dane is also where she's from, and Kayla drove her crazy. She is a very adaptable optimist. On to Kyle Rosendahl, and I want to give him a bath so badly. And like at first sight, uh, Kyle is married, and then we quickly find out Kyle's story after I've written a few notes, and then I start to feel bad. Um, Kyle puts me in the mind of Polly after Car Maria leaves him alone for fifteen years, and he's left under a rock. Um. I I wrote, even before he even spoke about it, I wrote that like he seems like he has a troubled past, and then he tell Ika he was a party boy. And from then, um, it, we, we already get this deep backstory into Kyle and who he is and why he's playing this game. And he, at the end of the day, makes you want to root for him. Um, he had a cocaine addiction. He spent mortgage and money for the kids on drugs and... At this point, he is three and a half years sober, and I'm definitely rooting for him to at least make it to jury, cha-ching, 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 that jury check. Um, strategy for Kyle will be to get in with the numbers, uh, and then he also says that he does not like Kayla, and I'm like, geez, Kayla and Anthony, no one no one really screws with these two, huh? Um He does not like overly serious people, and he would not show man's at all he's made enough poor decisions in his life and would not risk this marriage with his wife with his wife he would not risk uh screwing up his family or anything of that nature um claudia is his wife's name by the way um snake messy and funny are his little uh quick fire words that he chooses for first HOH or first veto, he said he would like to win the first veto. Um, and he will get to final two by getting people to fall in love with him. Um, he's a power lifter, which which leads me to kind of hope that he'll be like a, a, a comp beast physical. We'll see how he does it in endurance comps and things of that nature. Hopefully he doesn't tell people he's a power lifter because that might make him an endurance target. You, you, you never know. But at the end of it all, Kyle wants to win and not be respected. Take home that check to that family, man. I surely don't blame you. Next up, we have Suzanne Fuda. And she is very, very quirky. And is, it, is, is that a lisp I hear? Uh, is that a retainer or does she have braces? I, and and at this point, I cannot focus. Um, she says she will do anything to win. Except no swearing on family or God. She's Italian and it has a huge family. So I feel like she should be used to staying with a huge amount of people. Because I know Italian families come together during the holidays. And they just all converge together. So staying with 15 other people shouldn't be too big of a deal. Um, 
she won't do well on slot possibly in my opinion again she comes from an italian family she and like she stated she's just eating 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 so we'll see how that goes for her on slap um she says that she will not showmance her emotions are too strong and she's her own woman um she would rather win and not be respected <laughs> and something that she brought up like like you got suzanne i really hope that comes up I really hope that 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 she works on getting somebody out of the house and then and then in the DR she's like you got Suzanne I vote to evict you Chris like oh oh she's she's a badass I love it I love it next on up we have Min Lai Nguyen Cow I hope I'm saying that right um she has seen big brother before and she knows the game changes you can go in with one mindset but like three hours into the game it can be completely like flipped on your head and shit's gone haywire and you just never know it's big brother so i completely understand and she says that she can say one thing now but she knows that going in the house will change that she wants to manipulate she can be very manipulative and she connect she can connect with most people very easily because she's funny outgoing and kind of extreme <laughs> She knows how to handle power, so she says, well, we'll see how she does when she gets the HOH and what what kind of things she decides to do with her power. Uh, next up is Michael Stubbley. He says he's excited, but he seems very dead. Like He, he says he's interesting, but it's not coming across at all in this video. Um, he says he likes to be fully nude. If he can't, then boxers it is. And then brings up something called Ranger panties. Oh, I think this is this is the military guy. I think this is the guy that like really reminded me of Cody Nixon from uh, U.S. Big Brother. Um, yes, because he said victim noises, and then him and I forgot to talk about about Cody. Yes, um, and he is military, so that just puts him in a, a boat stronger with Cody. Um. He said he'll be comfortable when he forgets the cameras are around, but I say that as a mistake because some people get a little bit too comfortable and forget these cameras are around and get to saying anything and everything and they get to showing them true colors. Um, Big Brother Canada, this has not been an issue that I know of. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. I know that our Big Brother is more of a, a, a minefield with that, unfortunately. But um, I'm I'm really hoping that that he doesn't go the cody route uh please i don't want to i don't want to see another cody on tv but um he says he's debating on winning the first hoh and he says his downfall would be that he doesn't open up enough and he gets offended easily sounds like cody um he would rather lose and go down as a legend next up is sheldon jane He's a super fan, and you can tell off the bat since he knows Ika, and he points over off-camera at Dimitri's. If you don't know, Dimitri's is off-camera during these with Ika. Um, he's a live feeder, so that he definitely gets that super fan, uh, super fan card punched. <laughs> um, he is going to be his everyday self going in, and he seems like he'll be an amazing player. I'm really, really ready to see what he does and where he goes in this game he is not a party boy and he does not drink he wants to blend in and has a very controlled personality 
He's not looking for a showmance at all. Um, But will he stay this chill the entire time? Only time will tell. And I cannot wait to find out. I do want him to kind of amp it up. I do want him to let loose. Um, And before he goes, he will be the most loyal to himself. Next up, we have Brooke Warnock. And she is a previous Big Brother fan. I always love it when they watch. Um, And she is bringing personality. She really gives me Nicole vibes from uh, this past season of Big Brother, Big Brother 21. Um, like very nerdy, quirky. She's a fan of Godfrey from Big Brother Canada, and she wants to be under the radar. She wants to play a really Godfrey-like game. Her biggest, her biggest, <laughs> her biggest week one challenge will be seeing where she fits in. Uh, like I said, she's kind of quirky, nerdish, and that was a problem that Nicole had in Big Brother Twenty One. She really didn't fit in, so she fit in with the outsiders. Um. She says something about having 80 cats. And I was like, girl, are you for real, for real? But um, she does not like alpha males or someone like trying to push around and dominate. So I really wonder if her and, I believe, Chris. I believe Chris was the one with a really strong personality. I really wonder how they'll mesh with one another. Um, We should root for her because she's a fan that's going to go hard. Like, I really feel like she's another Nicole going into this game. I can't stop saying that enough. So I, I'm really excited to see how she plays. And Brooke would rather win and not be respected. And I can always respect you when you want to take home the check. Last but not least, we have Hira Diol. And he's a Big Brother fan. Him and his wife watches. He's very competitive. And he is here to represent his culture. Um, he would like to use his social skills to get him through the game. And will be not having a showmance will be not having a showmance that sounds so incorrect but yes he is married and will not be mancing it up this season um he picked rat over a snake i'm not sure why i did not write it down i completely forgot and he will be a strategist he wants to show people that he's just like everyone else let's stop these stereotypes guys um he's not gonna have his head wrap on 24 7 he's not gonna shower with it on he wants to show people that he's this everyday guy like everyone else out there like me like you like all of us um he wants to have like as close to 100 percent moral ethical game as possible he does not like liars and he's gonna try his best not to lie um he's gonna bring this social mental competitive mix into the game and I'm, I'm ready to see where he goes. Uh, I believe he's someone I drafted as well. So he would rather win and not be respected. And again, I can always respect you bringing home the check. Um, and that's it. That's all 16. Those are our 16 house guests that are moving. Well, that have moved into the Big Brother house. Excuse me, because at this point, I'm very late recording. Um, they have moved into the Big Brother house. It is day four. We'll be moving into day five. Uh, Moving was the 29th of February. This season will be 82 days, like I mentioned before. And I will be having another episode after this just to quickly talk about what's going on this season, what I know so far, our lovely draft, who I've drafted, and I guess whatever little tidbits and details here and there I may come up with. Never know. Um... 
I still need to do Survivor for last week, Winners at War. I may end up doing a double header. We'll find out. Um, I know some people don't really like double headers all in one episode because of old information and new information being mixed together, so I might still have to do two separate episodes. But that is okay. But here we are at the end of the road, and I would like to thank you guys for always tuning in to Cliff Jones Corner and for getting your fix with me. As always, I'm your host, Clifftone. Thank you.